Oh, hi ho officer. We've had a doozy of a day. There we were minding our own business, just doing some chores around the house when kids started killing themselves all over my property. Well, were they psychos? Or... They look like psychos? Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. So 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out, the sharks took the rest June the 29th, 1945. Well, what do we do? Why don't we just wait here for a little while? See what happens. Welcome to Death Rattle Horror Podcast. We are your darlings of darkness, your mistresses of the macabre. So join us as we guide you into the depths. On today's episode, myself, Lola Stone, and Samara Morgan, who decided to come up from her well, are (laughs) going to be discussing some exciting upcoming movies for the year 2019. And let me tell you, it looks like it's going to be a cracker. Is that something? A cracker year? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. It's gonna, shot uh, here. I think that's maybe an Australian term. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's a cracker. Um, it's going to be a bang over you. <laughs> it's going to be a fantastic one. I came across so many good movies that I had to just not even write them all down because otherwise there would have been 20-something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to go back yeah. through again when um, we were planning on recording this. I had to go back through my trailers again and figure out what the hell everything was about. Because I had written down so many of them, then I promptly forgot what the hell anything was about. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just had to, like, take screenshots, because otherwise I'd be taking a whole bunch of notes. <laughs> mm. um, I didn't bunch, make... A whole, bunch of the ups, uh, a whole bunch of the movies that I wanted to talk about have already come out. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, well, I've seen some of those already, so... Well, if any of them were amazing, you can talk about those. Um... Happy Death Day to You was freaking fantastic. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one yet. I actually it's just really rewatched good. the first one, and mm-hmm. it was one of those movies I didn't really like the first time, but I liked it a lot the second time, so mm. I'm I can see that. excited about the sequel. The sequel's really cool, and it's a little bit of, um, it's a little bit of multi-universe theory mixed in with the Groundhog Day, you know, repeating days, and... Um, they kind of, it literally is them reliving the exact same day over and over again from the first movie, but now Mm -hmm. it's, she's the only one that can remember everything that's happening from every repeat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she has to, uh, she figures out that the roommate of the guy's room that she wakes up in, he was working on a science project that basically created a portal into the multiverse. And that's why she was repeating the day over and over and over again was because his science project went kablooey and caused the time loop. It goes kablooey again and causes another time loop. (laughs) Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was a really interesting, uh, me being a Star Trek nerd, it was a really interesting, you know, way to bring the movie back again. Mm -hmm. Because when you get to the end of the original movie, you're like, how in the hell are they gonna, you know, how, how could they make a sequel to this? And they actually kind of brought it, it was a good good funky way to bring the se- bring a sequel and actually have a good um 
uh, a good concept behind it that wasn't too out there. I mean, it was definitely a stretch, but it wasn't so much of a stretch that you didn't believe it. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> sounds like a unique uh, slasher sequel. Mm, it was, it was. And I really liked the, um, there's kind of a mid credit scene where she gets back at the really bitchy house leader or whatever the hell it was for her sorority. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, the, you know, that mid credit scene is actually kind of worth most of the entire movie, so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, I definitely recommend I think... that. Awesome. I'll definitely be watching it. Um, I think the only movie that I had been really looking forward to um, that already came out was called Piercing. And mm. it's um, Mia Was- Wasikowska. I think that's her yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, she, she plays a sex worker who gets hired by this guy that uh, he just has this plan to, like, murder a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it sounded really interesting, sort of, you know, one location type, two people, um, kind of against each other, but it turned out to be a way different movie than I expected. Hmm. It was, I don't know, it was a lot more like, I don't know, it almost felt like if, like, Sofia Coppola made, like, a horror movie. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. I didn't love it. I was just like, okay, I watched that and I'll probably never think about it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... That's the only one for me so far. So, um, you want to do the first one off your list? Um, okay, I'm going to do the first one off my list because I know it's going to be on both of our lists, and that's the new Ari okay. Aster movie, Midsummer, which oh, I'm yeah. very excited about. Um, I finally got to me watch too. the trailer today because I had seen the teaser trailer for it. I mean, I think it blew up all over the internet for, you know, five whole freaking days. Um, and mm-hmm. then the, the real trailer came out, and I got to watch it, and I immediately called my mother and was like, you need to call all of our cousins who live in Sweden and you need to ask them anything and everything about all of their midsummer festivals. I need to know everything about this. She's like, you can just nice. Google it. I'm like, no, I want to hear it from them. <laughs> like, I need to hear it from, like, straight from Sweden. Um, mm-hmm. It looks really, really interesting. And from the trailer, it kind of looks like a little bit of a cross between Wicker Man and... Um, the Witch and Get Out and, like, five or six different types of <laughs> movies, inc- like, mm-hmm. in- including, uh, what the hell was that one with, um, the, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Malama Ding Dong movie, where The, the, the Village. Visit? <laughs> the yeah, Oh, like, The Village. Has, yeah, it has, like, a little bit of that in it, too, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm really interested cool. to see, because, I mean, Hereditary had a really interesting, you know, U-turn in that movie, like, it was one of those, every time there was, now that I've actually seen it, I can talk about it appropriately, Um, (laughs) only took like a year and a half um yeah it has a lot of different like you know basically just like twists and turns that don't they don't make the plot lag at all so but they take the movie in an entirely different direction than the scene right before it as opposed to just continuing where it was going um right so I'm interested to see how this one is is going to um turn out because he just seems like I think think we were talking about this in the chat, and basically we all kind of agreed that we're pretty much going to watch anything he puts out from now on. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. We're all just kind of, like, on that that train, so. I mean, unless it's, like, a biography of Ava Braun starring, like, Fran Drescher, I'll probably watch it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awkward. That's just, like, the worst thing I could think of right now. (laughs) I was like, who's a shitty woman from history? 
There you go. Well, there she probably go. wasn't that shitty, but, you know, it's the only person I could think of. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so excited. I actually never watched the uh, trailer for Hereditary, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen this trailer. I just want to go in blind because that really made Hereditary uh, all the more shocking when, hmm. you know, spoiler alert, um, Charlie dies. Because yes. you think the movie's going to be about her. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, she's dead, and you're like, uh, so is she going to be a zombie? <laughs> or what's <laughs> so going to happen? Yeah, you're like, um, so wait, did we, did, did this movie just end 20 minutes in? Like, swear to God, we have right. more than 90 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to go in totally blind, and I'll probably see it the first night it comes out so that it's mm-hmm. not spoiled. That's what mm-hmm. I did with Hereditary. I only go to the movie theaters, like, once or twice a year because it's, like, $11 here. Mm. Um... So I'll probably go for that at least. That, and probably the first movie on my list, which we don't really need to talk about very in-depth, because it is It, Chapter 2. Oh, I am dying to see that. I cannot wait. That's Me just... Too. You know, of, of the two big Stephen King movies that are coming out this year... Actually, I think three, because I think Doctor Sleep is coming out this year, too. Yeah, um, that's on my list. Yeah, um, It is. it's definitely It... Doctor Sleep and then Pet Cemetery, and I, I, I am going to force myself to go see Pet Cemetery. I have to do it. I, I'm gonna be <laughs> fucking forty soon. Like I need to get over this damn fear of this movie. Um, oh, you're scared but, of that movie? Oh my god, I can't stand the original Pet Cemetery. I saw it when I was six. <laughs> I'm oh, terrified yes, that would of that scare movie. You. I cannot deal with it. Um, my my goal is to watch the original the same week that it, the new one comes out, and then go watch the new one so that I can kind of compare and contrast the two of them, but kind of to get over the hurdle of my fear of these movies. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that the new one is not going to frighten me nearly as much as the original one did, and I think I've hyped up the original one in my brain way more yeah. than it, I, it actually is as scary. I mean, it's scary, but I think I've just continuously over the years just hyped it up in my brain. And Because I recently watched yeah. the... Um, the documentary about the making of it and I sat through the whole thing like glued to the screen so I'm like okay uh-huh. if I can sit through the making of it I think I can sit through the movie now um but yeah it well I you saw it today uh, on it and oof, that looks so good you saw the original Pet Cemetery at such a like formative years yeah that it's no wonder it like lodged in your psyche oh, um, yeah. differently than if you saw it for the first time like in your 20s which I think I saw it for the first time when I was at least in, like, towards the end of my teens, maybe 20s. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I don't know, I wasn't that into it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's weird because when they were going to be casting It Chapter 2, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so the older version of the redhead girl, I can't remember her name. It has to be um, Jessica Chastain. <laughs> no, I was like, it has to be Amy Adams. Oh, But it wasn't. Okay. And right okay. now, I started watching Sharp Objects starring Amy mm-hmm. Adams, and the younger version of her is that girl. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was like, oh my god, I cast this accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, some of the casting is just so impeccable. It's just perfect. I um, I kept like a running list in my head of like who they were casting as who and trying to just kind of predict who they were going to cast and there were a couple people that I definitely were like yep okay that's obviously who it's going to be like Jessica Chastain Mm -hmm. to me was the only person that could play the adult um Beverly I was like Beverly (laughs) that's her (laughs) name yep um just it 
having seen Jessica Chastain in other horror movies, um, specifically like Oculus and um, not so much she Mother, but o- kind of Mother. She was an was Oculus. She, wait, was she the one? Who was the Mother in no, Oculus? That... I thought it was her. Oh, I don't remember actually. I thought you were talking about the main redhead girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was what's her face from Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Now I have Karen. to. Now I have to like clarify myself. Like, was that actually? Her? <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, but I mean, like the fact that like James McAvoy is in it, and you know, like there's so many other just ridiculous casting for that. I'm trying to go back to my thing here so I can see it. But, like, the, some of the people that were in that, that got cast as the adults, I was kind of like, oh, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Okay, that's great. Right. And then there are other people that I'm like, like, Bill Hader. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, I only him. know him from, I only know him as a comedian. I don't know him as anything else. Oh, so, okay. Like, what, so, I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> he was in a really great movie called Skeleton Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a serious, it was like an indie film. It's about a brother and sister. It's him and Kristen Wiig. And mm-hmm. it's a serious movie. I mean, there's like levity throughout it, but it's definitely a serious movie and it was really good. Um, he plays like a gay brother of her. I can't really remember the plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember that. I just remember they had like this really good chemistry and they were both, su- I was surprised at how good both of them were at like dramatic roles. Well, that is one thing is that um, if you if you are good at comedy, you are amazing at drama because you have to have such a specific type of acting chops to be able to pull off comedy. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. there are people who are great at drama who cannot do comedy to save their life. But ninety nine percent of the time, if you're a comedian, you can pull off a drama. You know, and That's it's true. like. And they just, they're not taken seriously, but it sucks. But there are so many good comedians out there that are just pigeonholed into comedy, you know? And it's like, yeah. I'm not a huge Melissa McCarthy fan. I just don't particularly like her in general as an actor. Oh, but I, love I just, her. I, I, there's just something about her that rubs me the wrong way, and I don't know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But in her movie that she was nominated for an Oscar for, I did see snippets of that, and she was friggin' amazing in that. So it's Can like, Can you ever me, forgive me? Yes. Yes, I can. I want to see Thank that. Thank you. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was amazing in the snippets of that that I did see. So to me, yeah. it might just be a case of I don't like her as a in, in comedies, but I might like her in dramas. You know. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I don't have know. To... I love her. Oh my god! I just want to be like her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm the I, same. I have the same thing with Rebel Wilson. Everybody loves Rebel Wilson, and I can't fucking stand her. I think she's an idiot. So I'm like, <laughs> I, it's gotta be. I don't know what it is. Like I do not know do not know what it is about them. Like, I, they just come on the screen, and I'm like, meh. I don't know why they're so, white people find them so funny. <laughs> I feel that way about some actresses that I can't explain why I dislike them so much. Like, Sarah mm-hmm. Paulson. I don't know why. She drives me insane. There's just something about her face that annoys me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was Katie Sackhoff in Oculus, which I'm mad at myself that I, I said that it was Jessica Chastain, because Katie Sackhoff is a fucking amazing actress. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Anyway. Back back on track. <laughs> back on track. Okay, so what's next on your list? Um, the Final Wish is on my list. Um, oh, that's already out for rent. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, half of these are probably oh, okay. like they're like half and half. Like they're pro- some of them are probably already out on demand, and some of them are still listed as coming out soon. So, but this was one that um, when I originally saw the trailer for it, I thought it was really cool because. 
It's the same guy who did Final Destination. Um, mm-hmm. Tony Todd is back in it as the info dump guy. <laughs> and Lin Shay is in it. So I'm like, okay, this is a yeah. great combination. I need to see this movie. So I was, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, catching that at some point. Yeah, I, uh, I've seen it on like streaming sites, but I haven't really investigated it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely something I'll probably check out at some point. Uh, I love her. Mm. Um, and of course, Tony Todd is always good. You can't go wrong with Tony Todd. It doesn't matter what he's in. No. Just let him read the friggin' like, <laughs> let him read the phone book. <laughs> we'll, I'll watch he seems that like, movie. He seems like such a sweet guy, too. Um, a couple of my friends have met him at various different horror conventions and have said that he is an absolute dream to hang out with. Like, he'll just sit and talk Aww. to you for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I, 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 I want to meet him when, so uh, bad. I just liked when Jordan Peele was like, I'm going to do, you know, um, Candyman remake or whatever, mm-hmm. or spiritual sequel. And he was like, hey, Jordan, I'll do absolutely any role in that movie that you want me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh, I want to hang out with you. I know. Old man. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's funny because, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge Star Trek nerd. And he's in, he plays a Klingon in like... 20 different episodes of, of Next Generation and my husband and I whenever he pops on screen we're always like Tony Todd <laughs> starring in Next Generation nice oh, he's so great well I feel like my list is mostly there's a lot of like um, sequels or whatever that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, so the next one is another sequel a sequel that I did not think that we'd ever get mm-hmm. Zombieland 2 oh Town. that's on my list too I love it I'm so excited <laughs> Me too. That's the only movie that I've ever seen twice in theaters within mm-hmm. one day. Because <laughs> I saw it at a midnight showing on like a Thursday night, and then I saw mm-hmm. it Friday night. So it's basically all within the same 24 hours. Yeah. But, and then I watched it when it came out on DVD, and man, it was so funny. I was oh like laughing God. the whole so movie. Great. My mother... And I really... It- like, my mother doesn't like horror movies. She does not do horror movies. Like, I mean, The Walking Dead is the closest thing to a horror movie that I've ever been able to get her to watch. But I got her to watch Zombieland, and she freaking loved it. So yeah. I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> yeah, if my mom can watch it and like it. <laughs> yeah, it's really not even, like, it's got, like, scary visuals, but it's not, like, yeah. really scary. There's some, like, suspense, tension, but really very little. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that it's... You know, it's almost just, like, fun for the whole family. <laughs> yeah. And my mom loves Bill Murray, so the minute I said that he was in the movie, oh, spoiler for if anyone yeah. hasn't seen the original Zombie <laughs> Land. Um, from ten years ago. <laughs> from ten years ago. Um, so that was kind of how I hooked her into it. I was like, come on. I said, it's, it's, a, it's a zombie comedy. I said, Bill Murray's in it. You're going you're, you're gonna to laugh. And I really hooked her with the fact that they were basically playing Ghostbusters at one point. Because yeah. she, when she used to babysit me and my um, her best friend's kids, her young, her best friend's young kids uh, youngest son lived for Ghostbusters, so we would always have to play Ghostbusters. So I hooked her with that, and then she was like, That's "You know funny. what? This is a really good movie." <laughs> I'm just interested to see what they do with all those characters like ten years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I haven't, I, I haven't looked too much into it other than seeing the, like, the release info and a few things here and there, but I don't know how the TV show is going, that, the, the short, very short-lived TV show, um, <laughs> if that's going to factor I, into it at all, or if it's going I to be, like, so. literally a direct, like, 
they're not even going to talk about that. So I don't think they're going to talk about that. There was like nobody even remotely related with the movie in it. No. So and it was terrible. I mean, I think I watched like one episode and then yeah. Hmm. So I what's was so next excited for, you, girl? for it and I just hmm. um <laughs> I don't know what I want to talk about. Um <clears throat> Oh, you know what? Let's um let's talk about Followed. Did you see the trailer for that at all? No, what is that? Um it's a found footage movie. Again, we're still trying to ride the coattails of Blair Witch this many years later. Um where he there's a guy, the guy who's the lead is a blo- a vlogger on YouTube and mm-hmm. he specifically goes out and does like abandoned haunted places. So he decides okay. to go to the Hotel Lennox, um, which basically is the renamed version of the hotel where, is it Elisa Lamb died? Oh, the yeah, The girl yeah, who's going okay, in, and gotcha. in and out. Of, yeah. Um, so it's him and his crew going to this hotel, and it's, it's not necessarily abandoned, but it is haunted, and they're trying to um, go through the whole hotel and capture hauntings on camera and everything. And he at one point realizes that um, <clears throat> everybody, it, basically everything that they've ever said about this hotel is true. And it's one mm-hmm. thing keeps happening after another. And then like one by one, they keep getting picked off. So it looks interesting because it's kind of sort of based on a true story mm-hmm. with the whole Lisa Lamb thing and all of the hauntings that are at that specific hotel, like they, that have been, documented at that specific hotel in LA so I'm kind of interested also, to see uh, it. so Richard Ramirez lived there for a while exactly that's the other part of it yeah. I'm like I want to see if they're going to bring any of that in so um sounds interesting yeah I mean it, it, it looks like it's going to be the same as any other found footage creepy weird movie but um I'm interested to see how they tie in the true stories that, that they're going to have that, that in the trailer they are clearly showing that they are researching these specific things while they are there. So I'm interested to see, you know, I, I have a feeling it's not going to live up to any, any expectations. I'm going to, if, if I do mm-hmm. see it, it'll probably be, you know, on <laughs> Netflix for free at some point. So yeah, me too. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, when I was getting ready to come talk to you, I paused the movie I was watching, which is Grave Encounters 2 and it's like the exact plot you just described, except it's at that insane asylum from the first movie. Yeah, I saw the Have first one, but I haven't seen the second one yet. Okay, it's like in a universe where the first movie is a movie, but they're starting oh. to kind of realize that they think the movie might have been real. Like, those people really did get stuck there and die and stuff. So oh, so basically like, like the down. sequel to Blair Witch should have been. Yes. <laughs> okay. So they're basically trying to like track down the actors and stuff to see if they're still mm-hmm. alive or anything like that. But it's like he's like a YouTube guy and so that's why it's pretty similar to what you're describing. I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, are you in my head?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next one, we don't really need to discuss too intensely because it's Doctor Sleep. <laughs> oh, that book was so good. I'm I I have been, ever since I found out that they were going to be making a movie out of it, I've just been envisioning the woman with the tilted hat and Mm -hmm. wanting to, like, I used to work with a woman that, in my head, she is that woman. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like, whenever, when I was reading the book, she was the, her face and body type and, like, her in general, she was the person that I just kept 
envisioning whenever they described this woman with her hat that was like at a, such an impossible angle and everything and I'm like man now I'm just like dying to see that movie because I didn't particularly like this woman so <laughs> maybe that's yeah. why I, I had her vision in my head um but I the book itself actually made me go back and read The, the Shining um mm-hmm which I never really wanted to ever read the book. And I still haven't finished it. I'm sorry. I suck at this book thing. (laughs) Um, um, But it made me want to, because it it, it does not take into account any of the reimaginings of The Shining, it literally is a direct sequel to the book, the original book. Um, There were things that are mentioned and things that happened that I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Now I have to go back and read this. But I'm, I'm I'm dying for that. That's like one of my one of my like top five movies that I have to see in the theater this year. Yeah, so me too. It was a really unique sequel. Hmm. Um, it was like, I think a lot different than a lot of people were expecting. Cause it was just like, Whoa, there's like this whole other, he's bringing in all these, you know, extra stories that are like totally separate from the events of the first hmm. movie, movie slash book. Um, yeah, I thought it was really unique and, like, unpredictable. I was like, I have no idea where this is going. Hmm. It was a pretty good read. It was kind of weird, kind of ridiculous if you really, like, objectively think about it. But, you know, he, like, could write about, you know, I don't know, Fran Drescher playing Ava Braun, and <laughs> it would be good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he could write that movie and I'd watch it. <laughs> it's like, it's, it was just, it, like you said, it was very unique and it was a very interesting story. And yeah. I tend to not particularly care for Stephen King's books. I like the movie adaptations of his books, but his actual books tend to get a little long in the tooth for me. Um, yeah. So I was just kind of, I, I was like, you know what? I really need to force myself to read this because the, the, the story behind The Shining is one of my favorite stories. So, mm-hmm. you know, Haunted Hotel, you know, all the different variations of the story that I've seen movie-wise, I like them all. So, <clears throat> including the really crappy TV <laughs> version of it that came out. With um, uh, Stephen Weber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Wings. Um, from Wings, yeah. Um, so, this is going to be an interesting... And I'm, and I'm probably going to have to reread the book between now and then. So, um, yeah, Just so too. that I can remember. Because there's, like, bits and pieces that I, I distinctly remember this happening. And then there are other things that I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that happened. So, right. I'm going to have to reread it and just see. Yeah, me too, probably. I barely remember it. I mm. read it, like, right when it came out, and then Same. never again. Yeah. <coughs> what you, what you got next? Um, La Yorna. Oh, okay. That one? The, the, La Llorona? La yeah. La, <laughs> I don't yeah. even, well, I don't the, even the, have the, know the, anything about that. Yeah, the double L in Spanish is usually, like, a, like, an, like a Y sound, almost. Oh, okay. Um, so... It, it's, um, I, I, I'm scared for the, for, from the trailer, not scared that the, the movie is going to scare me, but the movie looks interesting, but the trailer is so, uh, not exciting yeah. that I'm concerned that the movie is not going to be good, but it looks like it, it's visually, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. But I mean, my issue with the trailer is you have kind of an actual trailer up until like, you know. 60 seconds in and then the last you know minute of the trailer is just literally a scene they're playing a scene from the movie of the two kids in the car and I'm like oh so is there nothing else that you can show me other than this or are you trying to 
keep everything else a secret because the cast looks amazing. The, the people that are in the cast just, it, it's anyone and anyone you could ever think of that is a, a Latino um, actor is in this movie, which is great because that's a freaking Spanish ghost story. I don't want to see white people telling me a ghost, Spanish ghost story. Right. Um, but is it in Spanish? No, it's in English. But um, oh, okay. I'm in, I'm just interested to see it. And I like ghost stories like that. I like ghost stories that are from um, different cultures. Like we always talk about the witch and how we really like the witch. The witch isn't necessarily a different culture, but it's a different time. You yeah. Know? And it's like one of the other movies that's on my list is The Gollum, which is basically a they're they're literally reviewing it as a Jewish Frankenstein story, which in essence oh. like, that's what a Gollum is. Um, so I mean, like, so like those, just to have those two movies on there, they're from different cultures, learning about the different, uh, stories behind that. And like, even that movie that came out, I cannot think the name of it, but it had the Dybbuk box. That was like, I have to see this movie because I need to know what a Dybbuk box is. And it still freaks me out. (laughs) I don't even know what that is either. (laughs) A Dybbuk box is a Jewish vessel. It's a box. Literally, it's a vessel for an evil spirit. Um, And it's, it's from the, the Jewish culture, and it basically you have a box that has all these symbols on it and in that, that holds the spirit inside the box. And in the movie, um, mm-hmm. a little girl buys it at like a yard sale or something like that, and her father's like, yeah, sure, whatever, buy the stupid thing. And she opens it, and she ends up getting possessed by the spirit that's inside. Oh, okay. So, that seems vaguely familiar. Yeah, and I mean, ugh, it had somebody in it that was like a good good actor, too, and I can't think of I think, I think <laughs> Negan is the guy who plays Negan. I think okay, is, um, Jeffrey the D. Fa- Morgan. Yeah, I think he's the father that's in it. Um, hmm. And but it, yeah, it was just like I love stuff like that. So anything that's like a horror movie from a, another culture, like that, is something that is ingrained in the culture, like the Dybbuk box, the Gollum, things like that. Really, really, in, in, like they interest me because I want to know the history behind it and I want right. to know why it's freaky. Um, yeah, so, I enjoy that too. Yeah, so like La Yajorna, I think is how you say it, um, her, it translates to the weeping woman. So I need to do a little more research into it to see if it really is like an actual like folk tale that they've brought to the screen. And it does kind of seem like that from the trailer, um, but it looks interesting. I just, the trailer sometimes, you know, when they, you, you watch a comedy or something and you go, oh, all the best parts were in the trailer. I, right. I really don't want that to happen to this movie because I think it. I think it looks like it's going to be a good movie, and I really want it to be. So yeah, kind of like oof, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen it like you know, seen it on lists and stuff, but I haven't investigated it mm-hmm. at all. I watched this uh, sci-fi original movie last fall called Kukui, mm-hmm. which is the mm-hmm. like Mexican boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't yep. the best movie, but it was definitely unique and, uh, you know, different than the average crappy sci-fi movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was entertaining. I watched the whole thing, which is, you know, that says something. It does say something, because normally you're, like, you know, in the middle of doing something else. You're, like, cleaning the house while those are on, usually. So. That's true. <laughs> I actually sat and watched it. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> Um, okay, so my next one is, speaking of witches and other cultures, mm-hmm. it's Gretel and Hansel, mm. directed by Oz Perkins. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's a faithful version of the Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, the actors, I don't know who any of them are, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. They're names I've never heard before. So, it might Ooh, be interesting. Alice Krieg is in it. She's really good. I know her. Oh, what's she from? <laughs> um, she's from the 
<clears throat> she's from Star Trek. She's the Borg queen in Nemesis. Okay. And she, no, sorry. Yeah, in Nemesis or First Contact? I can't remember. She's in First Contact. Um, and she's also in the the first Silent Hill movie. Um, oh, okay. She's the cult leader in the first Silent Hill movie. Okay. I barely remember that movie. Yeah, she's the one that gets eviscerated uh, by the razor wire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I still barely remember it. It was pretty mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> oh, and Gretel is Beverly from It. Oh. You know more people in this than you let on, lady. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I just guess I just didn't know her name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the IMDb page. I'm like, ooh. That's those cool. People. Yeah. She is such a great actress. Oh, uh, my God. I know. Just seeing her in It, I was like, I know that she's going to, like, be a big star. Mm-hmm. She's, like, uh, unfairly gorgeous for, like, a 13-year-old girl, you know? I know. Can like, I even tell you, though, like, when I was watching that movie, she was very pretty with her long hair, and then she cut her hair off, and I was like, holy shit, she is gorgeous with short hair. Like, I, yeah. I, I shouldn't be saying that this 13-year-old girl is gorgeous, but she is. She's gorgeous. Well, you're not saying you want to date her, so I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, she was so beautiful. Like, she, she was very beautiful with the long hair, but she cut her hair, and I was like, holy shit. She should just keep her hair like that all the time. She looks awesome. Uh, I, I think <clears throat> that's what she does. I mean, it's short and um, str- uh, sharp objects, so hmm. I think that might just be her go-to thing. But anyways, <laughs> enough fangirling teenage girls. I know. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so what you got next? Um, did you see the trailer for Nightmare Cinema? No, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> so it stars Mickey Rourke. So that right there should tell you the level of this movie. <laughs> it's an um, anthology movie, and it's five different movies, all directed by various different um, directors. One of them is Joe Dante. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, so it's it's got some pretty good some pretty good directors in there, and mm-hmm. um, it's. Basically, <clears throat> Mickey Rourke runs a movie theater, and it's like the Royale National or something like that. And these people keep coming into the theater, and he plays them a movie. So it's a little like Tales from the Crypt, a little bit like popcorn with the haunted movie theater type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I mean, it it Mickey Rourke is just cheesy. So I like watching him in in horror movies because he tries so hard to be scary, and he's just not. yeah (laughs) so i'm interested to see that but i i love a a good horror anthology even a bad horror anthology i kind of like um so i'm I'm kind of interested to see it and it was one of those as i was like scrolling through horror trailers i was like nightmare cinema what the hell is this oh this looks good this looks cheesy and good (laughs) yeah i haven't heard of it at all but yeah it sounds pretty awesome i like the setup is it like retro like uh style a little bit, yeah. A little, it's a little grindhousey with some of the some of the different previews of the internal movies that you see. Um, I love there's, that. Yeah, there's one that's like a cabin in the woods chasing the girl through the woods movie. There's another one that's like you know Hills Have Eyes style mutants that are chasing somebody. Um, so, it looks it looks interesting. Cool. Yeah, it sounds right up my alley. I loved Grindhouse, and the fake trailers were fun, except I wanted all of them to be real movies. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Uh, what was the turkey one? Thanksgiving. Like, it, yeah, Thanksgiving or whatever the hell it was. That actually no, it, it was just it was just Thanksgiving. Um, oh, okay. Eli Roth. Yeah. Um, that never got made, but I'm like, I desperately want this. But then yeah. Machete actually became a real movie. Yeah. Which was worth it. I actually enjoyed those movies. 
I haven't seen it. Isn't oh, that weird? <laughs> they're good. They're good. All right. What did you have? Oh, didn't I just... What? Did, oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm lost in time. All right, let me see here. Okay, here's another, like, weird sequel. Mm -hmm. The Boy 2. <laughs> Come on, seriously? <laughs> Did you see the first one? I loved the first one, but we don't need a sequel to it. Okay, that, uh, that villain mm -hmm. was terrifying. Oh, no, I agree. I agree with that. He was so scary. Oh, I agree. I, uh, me and my best friend were talking about it, like, I want an entire movie where, he, you know, the guy is the actual villain the whole time. Mm. Like, a slasher or something. Mm, okay. So, I mean, I'm just interested to see what they do with it, mm. really. I think my issue with it is, is that I like the original one because you didn't know what the hell was going on until the very, very end. Um, <clears throat> so, like, there really was a case of, is the doll haunted? Or is she yeah. crazy? Or, and then when you figure out what it is, you're kind of like... Oh, that was a good twist. But then I was done. I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't need the, I don't need any more of this movie. I'm fine with it. Um, <clears throat> see, I mean, I, I'm, I'll definitely have to keep my eye out for the trailer on it. But I don't know where they would go with. I mean, I'm trying to remember, he gets stabbed in the stomach at the end. But don't we see him like sewing himself up or something? Uh, I don't really remember. I don't remember what the ending was, but I remember, like, I remember the ending being one of those, oh, this could lead to a sequel if this movie does well, so. Yeah, I, I mean, it should be interesting. Hmm. I'm just, I hope they just don't have it be, like, the exact same setup as the first movie. Yeah. I'm just interested to see if they go in, like, a unique direction. Yeah. As long as they don't turn it into, like, a remake of Housebound. And they turned yeah. it into, like, a comedy in the end. That that would not be cool. Because I think that was my other thing, too, is that I had just seen Housebound right before I saw the original movie. And I was like, oh, this is kind of the same movie. <laughs> Once yeah. you found out what, what was going on, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. So. <clears throat> Housebound is just too good. You can't, you can't make it, make it better. It's perfect the way it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm trying to avoid Jordan Peele because we all know that we're going to talk about this movie forever, but we still don't know anything about the damn movie. Um. Yeah. I didn't even put it on my list because I'm like, it's just a given. Yeah. It's just a given that we're going to have to see that. Um, yeah. Actually, um, have you seen the Eli Roth's Masters of Horror or Horror Histories or whatever that he has on Shudder right now? Yeah. I've seen like the first six episodes or so. Um. Did you catch the possession one with Jordan Peele talking about how Get Out is a possession movie? Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I never, like, put that in my head at all when I was watching that movie, that it was technically a possession movie. And then he's explaining it. I never put it, that in my like, head. I never put that in Well, it never crossed my mind that that's what it was. Cause me Because to neither. me, it was, it was a full-on, you know, just horror movie, you know? Like, there was no yeah. genre for it. And then when he's talking about it, he's saying, no, it's a possession movie. I'm like, holy shit, you're right. The entire yeah. premise of a possession movie is a, an entity invading the body of the character that you're watching, and that's literally what happens in this movie. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, anyway. that was that blew my mind, too. I was like, oh, shit, I never I even like, thought about that. I, I never don't think thought many about people it like did. That. <laughs> no, and, like, he said it, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to watch that movie again now with that in my head, because I'll see so many other different things now because of that. Um, I know. So... 
My next movie is Slaughterhouse Rules. Have you seen the trailer for that? I have not, but it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so friggin' good. It's basically the entire cast of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, and Michael Sheen, play, who can do no wrong in my eyes, I love him, he plays a, um, a headmaster at a school, and basically it's, you know, all of the bullies in the school start, like, they're, it's basically all, like, the, the nerdy kids. <clears throat> And they end, like, the school starts getting attacked by monsters, and all the nerdy kids have to, like, save all the bullies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it looks so much fun, and it just, like, it just looks like it's going to be kind of like Anna and the Apocalypse-style blood and gore, with yeah. just that Shaun of the Dead-style humor to it. So, it, it looks like it's going to be really good. I'm very excited. I have been looking forward to it for, like, I don't know, a year or two, ever mm-hmm. since I heard about it. It's weird because... I've barely seen anybody talk about it anywhere. Hmm. Um, it's kind of been under the radar, seemingly, in the United States. And I think yeah. it, uh, I think it's already come out in England. Usually that's how it goes. We, when it's something good like that, we always get it, you know. We don't get it yeah. as, as late as other countries, but we tend to. Something that's good, in, a good horror movie in the UK, we tend to get a good six months after it comes out. Yeah, because I looked it up and it said 2018. I was hmm. like, oh, where can I find it, please? Yeah, I would like to watch this. Where is it? I loved the Cornetto trilogy, so mm-hmm. I'll just watch anything by them. Yeah. <laughs> that that right, was literally what, what it was. Like, I saw Michael Sheen and I saw the rest of the cast and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I don't right. care. I'm in. I'll watch it. Yep, I've got it on my list. All right, let's see here. Okay, so I had another weird sequel way after mm-hmm. the movie came out the return of the killer clowns from outer space <laughs> what <laughs> yeah um it's been like you know sort of like been mentioned as being like in the works for mm-hmm. like a year now but there's no cast info but it says it's coming out this year so whether it actually does is i don't know but I'm excited for it because that movie freaked me out when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's ridiculously silly and it was fun. So I'd just be interested to see, you know, what they do with like a better, you know, better special effects and stuff. I just, I cannot believe that they're going to remake, they're going to make a sequel to that movie. That's just, well, I mean, well, it, I, I, don't, I can't say that because last year's, um, Horror Nights had a whole Killer Clowns area down at Universal. So oh, it, really? It, yeah, there was one whole section that was all just Killer Clown stuff, like including the giant um, candy cane cocoons that they had people in with the straws, like the crazy straws coming out of it. And That's fun! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I, so I can't say that it's out, completely coming out of the blue, because it does, it, that was something that, you know, kind of came back into the pop, like the, the mind of pop culture last year. So yeah. I'm wondering if that was the advertisement for the sequel, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's what okay, I was you know, Hey, don't forget, this movie exists. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's movie... Kind of, it's it's a cult classic. Yeah, it is. It's a cult classic, and I've definitely seen it. That was like a Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock, you know, on on the WB, back in the day yeah. with this WB. You know, yeah. was, that was definitely one of those movies that you just caught it on like a Sunday afternoon at some point, and you just... You watched it because it was there. <laughs> you just didn't. Right. That and Monster Squad. Like, those were the two that just, like, popped up randomly on the on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, I know. Yep. Very strange. 
I know. <coughs> Should be fun, though. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see what the entire premise about that is, because basically the IMDb page says, at 30 years after their initial in- invasion, the clowns are back. I'm like, okay. There doesn't specific. tell me anything. <laughs> so you specific. You, you don't need to know. There's yeah. not going to be much of a plot. <laughs> yeah, th- that's going to be the plot. Like, we're just, yeah. we're back. <laughs> um, so one of the other trailers that I, I kept... It, I kept watching those, like, trailer compilations on YouTube and, like, and just to oh, see, okay. like, various different things. And one of them that kept popping up in every single one of them was The Hole in the Ground. Oh, that's already out for rent. Yeah, it's an Irish horror movie, and I'm like, I can't find it anywhere. I was searching for it today, and I'm like... It's on Voodoo. It is? Okay, I'll have to go, go watch it. But it yeah. looks really interesting. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, it's been, like, sort of, like, in the back of my mind, like, I'll watch that. Hmm. It's got really good reviews, Mm-hmm. But it looks kind of boring. Um, it, yeah. Just personally. I, I, yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, it kind of looked like it was um, a changeling slash alien invasion movie. And there was also that other movie that's yeah. coming out called Brightburn. Which yeah. Is, so I was kind of like, huh. And I saw Very those similar trailers, plot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I kept seeing the trailers back to back, those two trailers together. So I was kind of like, I kept thinking one was the other one. So I'm like, okay, if they're that similar, maybe they are basically the same movie. Um, yeah. But I still, like, like I still, like, Irish horror, Scottish horror, Australian horror, anything that's not American horror lately has been, like, what I've been gravitating towards. I love um, it. So I'm like, I just, I'm, I want to, I want to see more. <laughs> from... I love Irish movies of pretty yeah. much all genres, um, and I love Australian movies, uh, specifically horror. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why. It's just, just fun and different. Speaking of Australian horror, mm-hmm. <laughs> my next one is called, or is it, Blackwater Abyss, which I think it's a sequel to a movie called Blackwater, which is basically these. I saw it forever ago. It's these people in Australia. They're stuck in like, they're stuck like in a river where there's like a crocodile or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and this appears to be a sequel to it, uh, but there's no cast or anything. So I don't know if it's actually coming out this year, hmm. but I, it was listed as being this year. So I'm not sure. Hmm. That sounds vaguely familiar. I'm wondering if it, it was one of the ones that popped up on my, my, my YouTube <laughs> binging. Of yeah. And, and see, because it does sound vaguely familiar. Maybe I'm just thinking of the original, but it does, or the other movie called Blackwater, but it does seem vaguely familiar to me. Yeah, the original was decent. I mean, it wasn't like anything to write home about, but mm-hmm. I love like killer crocodile and killer shark movies, so I'll probably yeah. watch it anyways. Killer animal movies are just always fun. I watched The Meg. I had to fly to Houston last <laughs> week for work, and I watched The Meg on the way there, and I was like, oh my god, this movie is freaking amazing. It was fun. I wish it could have, I wish it had been better, if that makes any sense. No, I agree. Like, there was a certain level of homage to every other, like, killer shark and killer animal movie. Um, Right. So, and I think there were times where they were trying to do the homages so much that it took away from the actual plot of their movie. Um, But Mm -hmm. overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I was also excited that the dog didn't die. Um, yeah. And I was also excited that Ruby Rose did not die. <laughs> right. Th- there was a point where she got chucked in the water, and I was like, no! Oh, God, they got her okay. 
like, you can't kill her. She needs to survive. I know. Um, I was like, oh, I would have been so mad. Um, I just feel like they could have done more with it. They really could have. They really, really could have. Um, did you see the trailer at all for White Chamber? No, I haven't heard of it at all. It's kind of like the movie Cube. I don't know if you ever saw that way back in yeah. the day from like mid yeah. Um Basically, it's two people that are stuck inside a torture room. And the entire preview is these two people having getting tortured in various ways. Um, but we don't know, is it to get information? Is it just because the people that are torturing them want to torture them just to see what happens? It, mm-hmm. The trailer doesn't let you in on any of that. And, and it even says in the trailer... No one knows why it was created. So huh. it, it's interesting. And it has Oded Fair in it, which he's another person that I'll just watch any movie that he's in. I love him. Um, mm-hmm. So I w- it just happened to come across it tonight. And I was like, what is this? My husband and I both at the same time were like, is this Cube? Like nine? Because there's <laughs> a whole bunch of them now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it looks I've really I've been meaning to rewatch that, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I, the original one, I absolutely love. The second one, it's there. The third one is the one that sci-fi made, and I loved it. I thought it was so good. <laughs> I haven't seen the original since, like, it came out. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a blockbuster special for me. Where I saw it, and yeah. I was like, huh, what's this? And I watched it, and I was like, this is really cool. And it made yeah. me want to pay attention in math class for a little while, and I <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah. But it's, this looks really good. It looks kind of, it looks a little sci-fi thrillery, and um, I'm always up for a good, you know, weird torture movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you? I know, what does that say about me? I had a whole conversation about Hostel one day with somebody, and how I was like, no, that's actually a really good movie, and they're like, but it's all torture porn. I'm like, and? Like, <laughs> it's yeah, not I real. Can't, I, I can't handle that. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> It depends on the movie, because there's definitely been a couple of movies where, um, like, I can't deal with eye torture, and there's definitely mm-hmm. been some movies where, like, like that's happened, and I'm like, I'm done, I can't, I just gotta, all that. and I was watching something today, and they were talking about The Ring, and I had completely forgotten about the fact that, um, at one point, she pulls hair out of her mouth, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, I can't do it, I was like, so th- it's, like, weird things that, like, make me, like, that gives me, like, a tick, I can't deal with it, but most of, like, the saw style torture and hostile style torture porn and stuff like that. I can handle that because it's so over the top that it's to me, I it's d- d- a distinct lack of reality. So it doesn't, right. you know, it doesn't um, bother me. Um, then you get into something like human centipede, which is also a distinct lack of reality, but it still bothers me. <laughs> um, it's yeah, just that inherently didn't, that didn't bother me actually. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. I thought it was like actually a decent movie. The yeah. second one was abysmal. Well, that's the thing. Is that I've seen the first one, and the first one was okay, and I saw it just to see it. It was kind of one of those, okay, yeah. everybody's been talking about this, I have to see it. And I watched it, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's an okay movie. And then even the trailers for the next two, I was like, yeah, no, I'm all set. I don't need to see these. Yeah, okay the second that. one was unwatchable garbage. Yeah. Okay, okay, so my next one is another very vague one that mm-hmm. has a director, but it has no cast. And it's another giant killer animal. It's called Ooh. Great White. <laughs> Guess what it's about? Hmm. It just says, say Jaws? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, every giant shark movie is essentially trying to remake yeah. Jaws or be Jaws. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of, let's see, five passengers on a seaplane become stranded. Uh, you know, 
it, it'll be serviceable, I'm sure. <laughs> That's all I need out of my uh, shark movies. I just want the shark not to work. Like, that's what made Jaws so good, is that you just didn't see the shark half the time. Like, the man was great, but you saw the shark every five freaking seconds. So it was kind of like, all right, it's a big old fucking shark. Swim away. <laughs> I know. I, I have to agree because, yeah, it's like less is more a lot in horror yeah. movies. And yeah. sometimes people don't understand that and they just want to be like here's an hour straight of gore you know mm -hmm. it's just like well this isn't scary because you get desensitized so fast yeah and there's a time and a place for stuff like that too it's like there are some movies that it's like when you're watching the evil dead it's perfect mm -hmm. the amount of gore that's in the, those movies are absolutely perfect and it fits with the movie and you get a little desensitized to it but it's still it's not desensitized to the point where you, the movie gets boring. And yeah. a lot of the times with these over-the-top gore fests, you're just like, all right, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's move on now. Let's That's move on with the plot. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, I learned a new word today called nunsploitation. <laughs> and evidently there are a lot of creepy nun movies coming out. I saw like five different previews for different movies about nuns that were, you know, obviously we have the nun um, right. from the Wannaverse, but we also had, there was one called Mercy, uh -huh. um, where basically this one, this woman almost kills her daughter and her mother calls in um, a sect of nuns that are known for doing exorcisms and they take the mother to... Uh, they take this woman who tried to kill her, kill her daughter, take her to their convent and try to exercise her. And they realize that it's, you know, this has been a demon that's been in her body since she was a, like a little kid. And, you know, it's like pretty ingrained in her. Um, so it's interesting to see the nuns being, first of all, the nuns being the exorcists, but also from the trailer, it kind of looks like at one point the nuns turn into the villains. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's really not possessed. <laughs> maybe they're just trying to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> and then that I saw, interesting. Yeah, and then I saw a preview for another one tonight, which I cannot remember the name of off the top of my head. But it was basically um, nuns that ran a home for um, unwed mothers. And Is it St. Agatha? Yes, St. Agatha. Okay. And that's, uh, yeah, where, I that's where I heard that. the nunsploitation word from. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that one was uh, one I've been look, uh, watching out for as well. Yeah, I'm like, it, from the preview, it looked, it, I couldn't really tell exactly what the premise was going to be. So I'm kind of interested to see, is it a, is it a, you know, the nuns are actually a coven of witches that are trying to bring whatever into the world, because we all know, you know, the nuns that are actually the coven of witches are, you know, the best plot device ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Suspiria with the dance school that's actually a coven of witches. Um, right. So I'm, I'm interested to see. I'm, I'm kind of, I have no desire to see any of the nun movies. Those just don't oh, look God, at me all. Either. I'm so sick of the Wannaverse at this point where I'm like, I, come on, seriously. I saw the first Conjuring. I'm not a fan of his quote style. <laughs> no. My big thing is if he's together with Lee Wanell, it's an actual kind of decent story. When right. he when he goes off by himself, it's not at all close to being a decent story. So I'm like, you you need to have him by your side. Like you need to have that saw partnership happening because yeah. otherwise your your movies kind of suck. <laughs> He's kind of a sellout. <laughs> yeah. 
like he I mean Saw was a pretty great plot you know and it was, it was a one off situation no too, one you know yeah no one knew the ending no one mm. could figure it out um but all of the movies since then have been like these big budget appeal to the masses type yeah. horror garbage movies yeah and I'm like. I didn't mind The Conjuring, but it didn't need, like, five sequels. No, and that, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I'm like, I, I just... And that's the unfortunate part, is that The Conjuring is now turning into Saw, where you're going to have 25 freaking sequels. And it's... Not only are you going to have sequels, you're going to have spinoffs, and it's like, you don't need them. Like, the Annabelle right. movies, I can kind of see those being a good spinoff, because creepy dolls are always worth it. But right. The Nun, um, you don't need that. And they were supposed to do a spinoff. I don't know. Maybe they did. The, the woman who was in The Conjuring, the bride, did they end up doing a spinoff on her? Um, I don't think, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't remember if they did, but at one point I heard that that was supposed to happen. And I'm like, come on, people. We need to stop. Like, <laughs> Basically, I think what he's going to end up doing at one point is he's just going to pick different artifacts that are in the Warren's closet and just make various movies off of that. Because oh, there's God. a Robert movie, Robert the Doll, the doll that like... There is. In, yeah. I don't of, think he made that, though. I he think didn't make else it, did. but no, he didn't make it as far as I know, but th- that is coming out, and I'm like, oh, come on. Did you I guys, think it's already out. <laughs> I'm like, did you guys just watch, like, you know, Mysteries at the Museum and just, like, pick the creepy haunted shit and make movies out of it? Yeah, next is going to be, like, a haunted spoon. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't put it's it It's going to get you. All right, so I came across a Joe Dante movie coming out this year. It's called Labyrinthus. I have not heard of this. Yeah, it's kind of like Labyrinth, but it's just spelled strange. So it says, a paranormal investigator, a psychiatric researcher, and an engineer join forces to explore an abandoned subterranean Soviet research facility hidden within the catacombs beneath Buddha Castle. So, it sounds interesting. It's a supernatural movie, but there's no cast. Or maybe there is, but I just didn't take a screenshot of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it sounds cool. I was like, oh, Joe Dante, I think I'm on board for that. Mm. Um, it sounds interesting. It sounds unique. Oh, I guess Labyrinthus is a place in Budapest. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's only three people listed on the cast, so it must not be. Anybody good? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that. Nobody I've ever heard of. Hmm. Oh, well, I mean, it'll probably still be entertaining. Yeah. It's Joe Dante, so, I mean. Yeah. You can go wrong with him, but you can't at the same time. He's pretty good no matter what he does, so. Right. All right. Um... So, I saw a trailer tonight for something called The Wind. Okay. Um, and basically, it's it literally compares itself to The Witch in the trailer. Um, but wow. It's, yeah, I know. I'm like, that's some, that's some big shoes to fill, just so you know. Um, yeah. But it's basically about these two couples that live out on the plains. Um, they basically said in the trailer that it's a western crossed with the Babadook crossed with the witch. And I was okay. like... The again, a lot of shoes to fill with all of that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one couple that moves into this house like in the middle of nowhere, and it's you know, probably it's got to be like early 1900s, you know, in the plains, in you know, the wind bowl or, or like around there somewhere. And uh-huh. um, <clears throat> across there, the plain from them, 
they all of a sudden some new neighbors move in and it's literally just the four of them and there's something that is at night attacking them and the wives hear it but of course the the husbands don't um Ah. yeah so it's um it looked interesting to kind of it looked interesting as is is it a monster movie is it a possession movie is it a you know, a thing that goes bump in the night movie. So it looks interesting to kind of, I kind of want to see more trailers for it. And kind of Yeah, that does sound interesting. Yeah. Anyone good in it? Um, it, nobody that it looked, didn't look like anyone that I knew. Let me look it mm. up really quick. Um, we all know that, you know, a horror movie that has nobody in it that we like is, is pretty damn good actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, not always. Not always, but. but it can be. Yeah. It actually, you know what's funny? It doesn't come up on IMDb at all. That's so weird. that's kind of funny. Yeah. Maybe it has, like, a different uh, name, or... Could be. Maybe it changed the name or something. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. yeah, it looked really cool. That's just so funny that's not on there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for the for it, 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 they always play, like, that one, one shot in the trailer that has um, the... Uh, layover of all of the different you know festivals that it's been at and there was like 12 so oh, wow. I'm like, oh okay <laughs> this That's has been cool. around it, it's gotten around a little bit that so. sounds fun yeah uh, like your mom <laughs> yeah like my mom <laughs> sorry <laughs> i had to um i'll have to look that up that sounds fun i've got a ben wheatley movie it's called freak shift freak <laughs> which shift. is a terrible okay. it's a terrible name but it sounds mm-hmm. cool Okay, so in a city where dangerous monsters emerge from underground every night, a monster-fighting patrol is tasked with finding and exterminating them. And it stars Alicia Vikander and Army Hammer. Oh, I love Army <laughs> Hammer. Yeah, so it's oh. and Ben Wheatley is like a pretty uh, prolific horror director. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like both of those actors, and it hmm. has a cool cast. It just has a terrible name. <laughs> Yeah. Freak shift. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? No. I wonder if it's, like, based on a book or something, because that just seems like it's an awkward name for something. It could be, yeah. You know, like the Monster Squad? (laughs) Freak shift. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I have on my list? Getting down on my end of my list. Um, oh my gosh, what was that? I scratched out so many things I can't read my own handwriting now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was writing in movies that you were suggesting, but I was like, oh, this is really good. So now I'm like, wait, we just talked about that. Right. <laughs> Fractured. Did you see the trailer for Fractured? I have not. It's kind. It's a British horror movie, or at least it has a, the, the actors that are in it are British, um, so it um, make the assumption, but it looks like it's kind of a cross between, um, your next and, uh, what the hell are those, intru- like, and any general in- house intruder movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the couple, you know, a couple who's, who's going through a tough time decides to go on vacation and rekindle their romance and they're off, you know, in a house in the middle of nowhere and, you know, their people are, you know, invading the house and they're trying to save themselves. But it looked, it, it has a generic plot, but it kind of looked interesting. It looked like, not necessarily that it was going to do anything different than any of the other home invasion movies, but mm-hmm. it, it just, it, somehow, something about it just piqued my interest. I'm not exactly sure what it was. 
because um, most most home invasion movies, I'm just kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like they're I'll all watch the same freaking plot, all the same. Forget plot. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like the strangers. That's what I was thinking of. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but I'd this, probably still watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it just seemed like there was something a little bit. I don't know. There was something that really piqued my interest about it, and it could honestly just be that it's not. You know, it there was not a single shot in daylight in the entire freaking previous. So maybe that's what it was. Huh. So, okay. Uh-huh. okay, well, I came across one called Mary, and it says, which is kind of a weird name, but it says a struggling family buys an old ship at auction with high hopes of starting a charter business, only to discover her horrifying secrets on the open water. And the cast is Gary Oldman oh my God. and Emily Mortimer. I'm like, oh, okay, so that sounds like a legit movie. Hmm. Um, and the director, the only movie that he's done before that I've heard of is Megan is Missing, which hmm. I, I ha- oh, has a fucking horrifying ending. Like one of the, wor- I haven't actually seen the movie, but um, I saw the ending on one of those YouTube compilations of mm-hmm. scary scenes. And it's one of the most horrifying endings of a movie out there. Hmm. So if you want to disgust and disturb yourself you can find it and watch it uh it's a found footage movie it's basically this girl meets somebody on the internet and she goes missing and so her friend is like trying to find her and she's like filming everything so that's like the premise Mm -hmm. um i don't know if the actual movie itself is any good but yeah i just saw the last like couple minutes and i was like oh god my my brain (laughs) so i'm interested to see how he does with that movie with Mm -hmm. that like legit cast you know Hmm. i mean again gary oldman is one of those actors that doesn't matter what he's in i'll go see it so right yeah the cast caught my eye i was like okay well you know sometimes it's like a generic plot but there's like someone really good in it Mm -hmm. you have to think that they read the script and it was really good so the director for it is Michael Goy. Is that the guy who's directing? Yeah, it? he's yeah. been the cinematographer on every season of American Horror Story. Yeah, I saw that he had done a ton of cinematography, but uh, not very much directing. Yeah, but yeah, like so... some of like like um, Town the Dreaded Sundown. Yeah, he's done a lot of really good things. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Maybe it'll turn out to be a nice classic. It just needs kind of a more remember. Um rememberable name well he did he did direct Mary. yeah no he did direct sexy urban legends so oh my favorite <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that my favorite childhood movie i know right i'm like looking through his list on imdb and i'm like what uh, yeah like, i just huh? looked through it and i'm like uh okay so i've heard of one of these things <laughs> yeah I'm like all right all right then um my last movie is actually a movie called blood bags and okay. it's two, I have not heard of it. It's two girls that are in Italy, and it looks like they're studying abroad, from what I can gather from the trailer. And they're on their way out, and they decide that they're going to go... One of them is a photographer and wants to take pictures of the buildings. So they are basically decide to go into like an abandoned building and take pictures. And lo and behold, they fall into the trap of... The people that live in the building, because it's not really actually uh, abandoned, and they are kind of hills have eyes type mutants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it looks like it's a little bit more of like surgical mutant mutants versus 
actual mutants. <laughs> like somebody okay. came in and like surgically altered these people. Um, gotcha. So it, 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 but it looks interesting because it's two young girls and then it's two police officers that go into the building to try to find them. Um, and I mean, when I say young, they're probably, you know, they're probably 18, if that. Um, right. So it, it just looked interesting because it, it just, the trailer was one of those really fast paced trailers that like you, you it kept cutting to different things all the time. Those trailers aren't necessarily the ones that always draw me in for something with this one. It did. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not usually a mutant terror person either because I'm like the hills have eyes. I've seen the remake, maybe thirty minutes of it. Like I, they're just not my type of movie. Um, but I don't know. Again, for some reason, this one just kind of made me go, "Huh, that looks kind of good." Um, and it kind of reminded me of Grave Encounters, where it's got like the creepy, weird things, and you're not <laughs> quite sure what the fuck they are. They're just there. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Grave Encounters, um, so That's yeah, it looks, it looks interesting. Oh. It sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, I just looked it up and I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are, yeah. but it said it came out in 2018. So I wonder if it's already like out there somewhere waiting for like, um, lo- uh, i distribution. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of movies like are having the Anna and the apocalypse syndrome where they're saying that they're going to be released in 2019, but they actually already came out in 2018 somewhere, whether it be, right on you know it wasn't out for distribution yet but it came to a film festival or something like that so they're saying it was 2018 um Mm -hmm. a lot of the movies that i was looking into kind of had that syndrome um so i was trying to stay away from as many huge mainstream movies as possible because it seems like we're still in that horror renaissance which is fabulous because it means we have a fuck ton of movies we can go see and talk about but on the other side of it, it also means that there's a lot of independent things that are getting pushed to the side and not getting released yeah, when they yeah. kind of could be. It's um, <clears throat> like January is typically the horror dumping ground, and we had Happy Death Day this year. There was nothing right. else that came out in January. Everything mm-hmm. else is getting released throughout the course of the year. Um, and to me, January is the best time to go to go see horror movies because it's all the horror movies that they don't know where else to put them. And they usually mm-hmm. turn out to be pretty good movies. So, yeah, <laughs> um, only get one. that's why it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's one of the re- main reasons I started this podcast was because I was like, I want to talk about these weird movies that no one else has seen, but are really yeah. awesome and people should watch them. Yeah. And our 20 listeners might give them a shot. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um. Okay. So, yeah, I've got a couple left, but I'm just going to mention one, one more because their other ones are kind of like, meh. So, this one is called We Summon the Darkness, and it's mm. set in the Midwest against a backdrop involving a killing spree thought to be orchestrated by a satanic cult. Ooh, satanic panic. Gotta love those movies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Three best friends embark on a road trip to a heavy metal show, which, heavy metal horror movies, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. where they bond with some musicians and head off to an after party. A night of fun and youthful debauchery takes a deadly turn as bodies begin to pile up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds pretty fun. Um, uh, I don't... Let me see. I don't even know who the... The director is somebody I've never heard of, mm-hmm. so... That didn't grab me. It was more like the plot that sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's got Alexander... Uh, <laughs> Alexandra Daddario. Um, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. he's playing a pastor, Logan really? Miller, and a bunch of other people that 
I have no idea who they are. <laughs> but it sounds oh, fun. Keenan Johnson. I just saw him in a movie the other day, and I don't remember what movie it was now. It's going to drive me bonkers. Oh, I saw him in Alita Battle Angel. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he's the... Oh, oh, yeah, the director did My Friend Dahmer. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting. I love that subgenre of, like, heavy metal, satanic horror mm-hmm. movie. Yes. So, yeah, that's pretty much the end of my list. I like this one. This one, Although, you know, it's funny. The, the We've had the dis- discussion before on other episodes about the fact that uh, New Zealand comes up with the best heavy metal horror movies ever. So, I don't know. This has, this has well, a big legacy least, to live up to. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> I enjoy, though, that on um, IMDb, it literally says plot unknown. I know. So <laughs> like, weird. Come on, guys. You should know this um, Well, there was Devil's Candy, which uh, is a heavy metal satanic horror movie that was not from New Zealand, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I always think that that one was for some reason, and it, I don't know why. I think it's because the director is, like, Australian. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's why. Because we did it on our Australian episode on our other podcast, our defunct podcast. Our other podcast that is basically the same as this podcast, but with a different name. With a different name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm basically at the end of my list. Do you have anything else left? No, I mean, that was really it. um, I didn't really see too many. There weren't too many previews that really... um, like, in those compilations that I kept watching, there was probably, like, eight to nine different movies that were in all of them, and probably five out of the nine were all the same movie, no matter what. Um, uh-huh. And out of that, I mean, honestly, there it looks like there's a lot of good indie stuff coming out, but yeah. they don't have release dates. So it's kind of like they're either already out, and, all right, we can, we can find them somewhere streaming, but they're not going to get a mainstream release. So it's kind of right. one of those, like, man. But then the stuff that is going to get a mainstream release... Like the Brightborn one, it's a James Gunn movie, so we know it's gonna mm-hmm. get uh, it's gonna get mainstream release, but it doesn't really look that good. Right. So it's kind of one of those like mm, I don't. And with everything that happened with James Gunn last year, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it, it's gonna get shitty. It's gonna get shitty reviews no matter what, and it's gonna get crappy ticket sales because of all that shit that happened. So regardless if it's a good movie or not, it's not gonna make any money. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's kind. Of, but that just seems like it seems like all of the stuff that. I would love to see in the theaters. It's just not, you know, it was like, to me, the witch, the witch being in the theaters was a fluke. Right. You know? Yeah. If that came out this year, it would be a direct to Amazon or a direct to streaming and we would never have seen it in the theater. So, yeah, I find that, uh, the last couple of years, like the vast majority of the horror movies that I've really loved mm-hmm. have been weird little indie movies that I've just, found while browsing through like streaming sites yeah exactly Um, same thing I do a lot of like I guess you could say research where I just go and like look through um like go and look through like bloody disgusting see Mm -hmm. what movies they're talking about um and then like track down these weird little movies that like nobody else has heard of and then I'm like this is an amazing movie everybody should watch it um and it sucks because some of those are just so fucking good, hmm. but they're never going to get a wide release. And then something like The Conjuring 10 is always going to. Yeah. Actually, I thought of one more movie to mention that um, I think it actually came out in 2018, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I think it was on like the festival circuit, but it's not on streaming or anything yet. Mm-hmm. It's called The, R- the Ranger. The Ranger. Um, and it's familiar. like... 
basically these punk rock kids, I think it takes place in the 80s, trying to evade this, like, evil park ranger. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks fun, you know? It just looks like a, you know, kind of slasher movie. I'm not sure exactly what the plot is. I just, I've been eagerly awaiting it coming out because it just looks right up my alley. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know anybody in this cast. It says they're fueled by a hallucinogenic drug called Echo, which is a weird name. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, Larry Fessenden, that guy's familiar, but yeah, it's a bunch of youngins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of youngins. But yeah, it has a great poster. I love that poster. Um, it's very retro. It's very R.L. Stein or Christopher Pike. It is. And yeah. it's got a lady, a lady director. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's only done. No, she did Darling. Oh, no, she's a producer. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, this looks like her first. Oh, she did Halloween Bash. And oh, Slumber she Party did way back in the two short thousands. Two short films. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, it sounds cool. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it as soon as it's on streaming. <laughs> yeah, that does sound cool. That's yeah. like it. Um, I just watched well, not just, but I watched Summer of '84 a little while ago, and same thing. Uh-huh. Like the trail, the the poster is what sucked me in on that. It's like this trip. This poster this looks like a good poster. That would suck me in on that one too. It was a great poster. Yeah, yeah. that was a that's a pretty good movie. It was just kind of, I don't know. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, childhood's over. My friend got his throat slit. Goodbye. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that seems to be the uh, the end the end of innocence and the end of childhood seems to be the running theme through a lot of horror movies right now. And I mean, that seems to be the theme in horror movies in general for a lot of mm-hmm. different things. But it just seems like that's definitely. Uh... Oh, hey, there's a movie called The Haunting of Sharon Tate that's coming out this year. Yeah, it looks terrible. It's got (laughs) Hilary Duff as the star. (laughs) Oh, it's that movie? All right, yeah, no, I'm out. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, what the hell? Like, they're taking Sharon Tate, but they're adding in, like, a supernatural element? Mm -hmm. Like, why? (laughs) So It's just grasping at straws. (laughs) Yeah, it pretty much is. Um, So... I didn't see the trailer for this in any of the stuff that I was I was looking at, and I don't know how I forgot to write it down. But the scary stories to tell in the dark movie is coming oh, out this yeah. year, and I, I had that on my list. So excited to go see that movie. <laughs> I had that on my list, but I didn't mention it just mm-hmm. because I don't know. There's like no real good plot, and there's like nobody I've heard of involved. <laughs> no, there's well, supposedly it's going to be along the lines of an Are You Afraid of the Dark situation where there's one main character who has these stories are being told to them okay so it's like a wraparound kind of kind of yeah um and they've added if they've added at least one character that's not in the books like one haunting type character like ghosty character that's not in any of the stories that are in any of the books so i'm interested to see how that works out but i'm interested to see which stories they pick they better um, pick Harold. <laughs> Harold was fucking terrifying. It was. They, I know. Scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> I know they picked the one with the zit, um, uh-huh. with the spiders coming out of her face. I know they picked that one because that one's in the trailer. Um, and I believe they picked the one, um, 
Oh my god, but like it's the the picture is the woman with the hollowed eyed out eyes and like the scraggly hair. Oh, um, the bride? The yeah, so I'm like I okay. think I picked that one. But I'm interested to see because this is it's um I'm going to correct myself now before I make a total ass out of myself and say the wrong thing. Um, but I, I Guillermo del Toro was involved in it at one point. Yeah, um, I thought he was, but then when I looked at it I was like, "Oh, it's like random names." Yeah. Um so I I don't know what his Oh, he po- he was a writer on it, so he wrote part. Okay. Of, he helped write the screenplay, um, but we all know that his style and his vision is just—it's so good. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm so, interested to see. Uh, and Alvin Schwartz, who is the writer of the original stories, um, he's he was involved with writing it as well. So. Oh, okay. Um, I, I had no idea he was still alive. <laughs> well, it may not. Well, let me correct myself on that as well, so just to make sure. Um, okay. cause I thought he, as far as I know, he died in 1992. So the answer is we just took his shit and r- ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really you know thought he was still alive. So. <laughs> I think a lot of us, uh, fucking loved those books as kids. So they were, I'm sure that it will have a large millennial oh, viewing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be, yeah. a, there's going to be the, like the gateway. That's like a gateway drug to horror in general. It is. Um. It is. You read that. <laughs> You get into R.L. Stein, you get oh, yeah. into Christopher Pike, oh, yeah. and then you step up to Stephen King. Exactly. It's <laughs> we like, all and, did that. And then you get a little bit older and you start reading Clive Barker. <laughs> I guess I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> no, you have to be like in your 40s and then you hit, you start hitting Clive Barker. Okay. Like, I, I just turned yeah. 37 last year and I've just now started to read Clive Barker and appreciate it. And I'm like... That's funny. Okay then. So it took me 37 years. <laughs> Well, I've got two more years to there go. You then. Go. There you go. Yeah, that was, <laughs> Clive Barker and Midnight Meat Train. That was man. That was just oh my god, sucked that was me a right in. Movie. Sucked me right in. So yeah, so I'm, exci- a- I'm excited for scary stories because that was definitely. Um, I know you and I had talked at one point about our favorite horror stories. Like we had talked offline about like our favorite horror. Stories oh yeah, too. and my the, favorite horror story the was Choker. the Girl with the Green Ribbon, which yeah. is from another Alvin Schwartz book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, and I never put two and two together that that story was written by the same person who wrote the scary story books. So I was oh. like, oh God. So that's where that all came from. It started with that and then just went into scary stories and then went into the horrors that I enjoy and love today. <laughs> so what was the other book that it was in? Um, oh, I want to say it was like knock, knock something. It was, it was something. Oh, weird. hang on. Um, I thought it was just in one of the scary stories books. No, um, <clears throat> I know it's on my bookshelf over there, but I don't feel like walking over there to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I read those books like crazy when I was mm-hmm. little, just over and over. Uh, it's called "In a Dark, Dark Room." Is the name? Of oh, that book. okay. Yeah. I I do remember that, but I I have my old copy of Scary Stories mm-hmm. uh, still, but I. I don't know if I ever owned that, but I'm pretty sure I read it as a kid. I had some, somebody mentioned it on a podcast at some point, And I was like, oh my God, I love that story. It's my all time favorite story. It's like, I can tell, I can recite that story verbatim. Like that's how much I love mm-hmm. that story. <clears throat> and I've always wanted someone to make a horror movie about that. Um, Is it because that you always wear that great ribbon around your neck? Yeah. And that's <laughs> why I'm so attached to it. You know, I'm like, uh, I gotcha. just, just, it's like my life story. Much like you're barely attached to your head. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I actually, I, I very frequently use the phrase, "If my head wasn't tied on, I'd lose it altogether." So, <laughs> uh, 
So, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'll have to find that book. Yeah, and, and it was, I, it's, one, the minute I heard it mentioned on that podcast, I went and I was like, oh my god, I need to buy this book. And I went on Amazon and bought the damn book. And nice. I have it sitting next, like, I have it sitting on my bookshelf with my scary story books. And I'm like, I just, I, I went through the book and I was so nostalgic. And I remember reading, like, all of the different stories being like, oh my god, I loved these. Like, yeah. the, ugh, they were so good. Like, the hitchhiker and everything. I was like, oh, these are so good. And then, and then I, you're like, I'm ready for eighth grade. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm ready to go to school now. Let's go. And that then, like, hitchhiker I, one yeah. was terrifying with the oh, knife. I know. I know. That oh. freaked my shit out. I'm like, he was really good at the subtleties. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even tell you what happens next. It's like yeah. they find her dead the next day or something. Yeah. And it's like, my favorite is still Bloody Fingers because it's just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Harold. That, yeah, Harold's is good. That... I read it over and over. It just freaked me out. I'm like, I just wanted there to be more to the story, basically. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, I'm going to go read Scary Stories. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go find book. that book and read it. <laughs> See? There you go. Or this get so back good. to my grave encounters. <laughs> oh, God. I, I feel like I need to watch that movie now. Now that you've, you've talked about it, I'm like, maybe I need to go watch that. <laughs> uh, it's pretty It's pretty silly so far, but, you know, right. it's... It's a midday movie while I'm, like, doing my nails, so it doesn't have oh, to be too good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So one of those. All well, right. thank you for listening, everybody. Hope that we gave you some uh, fun movies to look forward to. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.